The Ledge of the Lost. The final step was a rather long slab of rock, tilted and poking out of the mountain it was wedged into. Lottie and Grossbladder carefully stepped off onto the ledge of the mountain, a place that Uncle Gascoigne had named the Ledge of the Lost. Whitish specks were landing on the ground and in Lottie's hair, there was a flurry of these bits brawling against the air, pushing their way to cling to her clothes. Is it snowing? asked Grossbladder. This isn't snow, replied Lottie. Exploring a little further onto the ledge, they came across the cores of the white specks. A large bonfire was puffing and pumping out plumes of smoke. The large logs being burnt were shredding off ash which was being blown by a small toy monkey waving an old blanket. Lottie approached cautiously, so not to startle the creature. Hello, I'm Lottie. Hello, replied the small toy monkey. Can I ask, what are you doing? I'm wafting, said the monkey. Lottie raised a curious eyebrow. Wafting? she asked. That's right, I'm wafting, repeated the small toy monkey. Why are you wafting? There's no more wind, stated the toy. The blanket was flapping vigorously as the toy monkey waved its furious arms. If I don't waft, then the smoke will build up and suffocate us all. Grossbladder edged himself over for a closer look at the bonfire. Why don't you just put the fire out? asked the curious snail. The small toy monkey froze, his jaw dropped open. That's a really good point, he said. The small toy monkey let go of the blanket and climbed up the rock face of the ledge. Once there, he whistled by placing his paw and thumb into his cloth-made mouth and from out of the shadows hauled a large toy train with flashing lights. The train ploughed into a pile of ash that had built up, knocking it straight onto the bonfire, extinguishing the flames. The small toy monkey swung across the sticky-out boulders of the ledge until he made his way back to Lottie and Grossbladder. Poking his stitched thumb up gleefully to the two adventurers in thanks, the toy asked, What is your name, snail friend? Grossbladder. That's a bit weird, replied the monkey. Thank you, smiled Grossbladder, who was very proud to have an unusual name. Perhaps I will call you Lottie and Grotty, the saviours of my tired arms which are so sleepy after waving a blanket for hours and hours and hours. The monkey clapped its hands gleefully. Hooray, hooray for Lottie and Grotty. Lottie couldn't help but laugh. Despite complaining of aching arms, the toy monkey seemed almost to have an unending amount of energy. What is your name if you don't mind telling us? She asked. I am Stuffed Monkey, infamous actor, playwright, poet and director. Stuffed Monkey is an odd name, mumbled Grossbladder. But I am a monkey full of stuffing, replied the toy. Does your name describe you? Names don't always have to describe a thing, said Lottie. The toy monkey shrugged. Perhaps you're right. Would you like to meet the others? The others? queried Lottie. The stuffed cuddly toy gave another whistle and was quickly joined by the ash-ploughing train and a raggedy princess with one of her button eyes missing. 
This is Train. Train doesn't say much, said the stuffed toy. And this is Raggedy Princess. The three of us live on this ledge together. We tell stories and sing and dance. Well, we used to. Stuffed monkey lowered his head. What happened? asked Rossbladder. An idea painted a smile across the toy's face. Ooh, we can show you. Let us put on a play and tell you our sad story. Grossbladder turned to Lottie. A wide grin stretched across his face. He loved performances. Will it take long? We're in a bit of a hurry, though. We would really love to hear your tale, inquired Lottie. Mm, no, it won't take long. That I promise. Come now, sit. You must sit. Let us tell you the tale of Mela Griffin and how she tied the wind. <laughs>